is up dogs live on a thursday november 2nd edition of the show i'm steven i go here with you live from sup dogs macy o'donnell back alongside he was hosting us last week because i was out sick so macy how did that go first off did you uh you handle the, the hosting the number one hosting duties how did it go yeah it was cool um at first, you know, I was pretty nervous. We rushed through the first segment, me and Greg. But uh, after a while, we got the role of it. Um, Jocelyn Pringle, you know, women's track and field was out with us last week also. So I think it went pretty well. Had a lot of track. Um, two foreign women's tennis players. So it was a really good week last week. That's just how it goes, man. Like when you play for the first time in football, you get you get a little sped up. And then the, the longer you're in it, you, you get more comfortable. So yeah. uh, you did a great job, man. I watched some of the show. You guys did a great job. Great show. Last week, as always, here on Sup Dogs Live, we are highlighting the student-athlete life at East Carolina University. We're going to keep our track run going with a couple of track athletes. We're also going to have uh, a lacrosse athlete, and we're also going to have a softball athlete. Mackenzie Mason is here. She will be our first guest later on on today's program. But before we get started, Maceo, I want to ask you about football news. I wasn't able to make it to San Antonio for the game against UTSA. 41-27 loss. Pirates come up a little bit short on the scoreboard. We saw some improvements. But first off, how was San Antonio? I heard it's a great city, and how was the Alamo Dome? Yeah, San Antonio was great. Uh, had the pleasure of going. Me and Greg last week went to see a Spurs game, so that was really cool. Went to overtime, got a big win. But the Alamo Dome was insane. They had about four or five different screens in there, um, a lot of fire and lights during their, their performances pregame. So it was really cool. Um, wish we could have got the job done, but we didn't. So we have another week this week. We play Tulane at home on Saturday. So hopefully I'm crossing my fingers for that one. It's always good to go to an American Athletic Conference away venue and see a little bit of an atmosphere. Like, unfortunately, clearly East Carolina's got a great atmosphere. But so many of these teams in these big areas, Maceo, you know well, you, you travel a lot. It's, they just don't have the home fans. And it felt like at least UTSA is a younger program that does have that fan support, which makes for a more exciting atmosphere. Yeah, I mean – Coming from Conference USA, I think they won back-to-back -back conference championships. So they have already have a kind of a great program build. It's not like they're coming to, into the American kind of with no expectations. They actually have a lot of high expectations. So they already have a really good fan base. Um, the Alamo Dome was big, but they kind of blocked off the top section. So you just kind of had the bottom area. But it was, I mean, it was insane. But you are right. Most of those big city schools don't have great um, you know, fan bases because there's so much else to do in the city. But San Antonio, I, I give them five stars for that. So y'all saw the Spurs play. Y'all yeah. saw the number one overall pick. Yeah, Victor uh, Wembenyama. He was he was dope, man. He was about seven foot eight, seven foot thirteen, but he he was really good, man. Uh, it was a fun game, fun environment. I haven't been to an NBA game, NBA game in a minute, so uh, really happy about it. But um, I got more questions about your. I saw your Halloween outfit last night or the or the day before. I, I was just wondering what that was. I didn't I didn't really get a good look at it. Blues Clues. So okay. Blues Clues, the family. Uh, we did Blues Clues. I was Steve, the original Steve from Blues Clues. Uh, my son, two year old son, he was blue, and uh, my daughter, six month old daughter, she was magenta, and then my wife dressed up as a mailbox. Okay, so mailbox. she went all out. I just put on a shirt and did the <laughs> uh, simple thing. But uh, what about you, man? Do you have a, a, a go to costume this year? Nah, man. I, I, was, I was Easy E last year, so um, I don't. I didn't have anything for this Halloween, but I did eat some Twix and some Skittles, though. There you go. Twix and Skittles are the are the go to, and got to get some Reese's in there too, though, man. I'm a big Reese's guy. Nah, you? Not a Reese's guy, nah, man. What? We may ask some of our <laughs> guests uh, about their favorite Halloween candy, and uh, we let's. I tell you what, let's get our first break in. 
We'll come back. We'll have our first student athlete, Mackenzie Mason. She is new to the softball team. She just transferred in. We'll tell you about where she came from. Returning back to the home state of North Carolina, we'll talk about that, her journey, what led her to ECU under Shane Winkler on the other side. This is Sup Dogs Live on a Thursday. We will be right back. Why no one up eats the hut? 75 cent boneless wings. While prices go up, ours dip. Ooh-wee! Would you look at that dunk? 75 cent boneless wings from Pizza Hut. That's why no one up eats the hut. When your pirates come out to compete, we want to make sure our team is ready and our field is too. That's why we trust Eastern Turf Maintenance to maintain our fields, and you can too. From fertilization and weed control to aeration, let the team at Eastern Turf Maintenance make your lawn the envy of the neighborhood. From the stadium to your backyard, Eastern Turf Maintenance can make your lawn game day beautiful. Stay ahead of the game. Call Eastern Turf Maintenance today for your free estimate. Being a divorce attorney isn't just a job, it's a calling. At Irons and Irons, We take that responsibility seriously. Our team of dedicated professionals is second to none. Our firm offers a level of skill and personal attention that only we can provide. If you need an experienced divorce attorney who truly cares about you and your family, call me today or visit our website at ironsandirons.com. I'm an average guy, a lot like you. My job took a toll on my body, but I'm not giving in to the pain, and neither should you. There's a new game when it comes down to relief from agonizing joint pain, and that's QC Kinetics. Elite athletes have used these amazing natural treatments for years. QC Kinetics, a long-lasting solution for joint pain. No surgery or downtime. You and me, we got things to do. Go ahead, Coach. Come on, team, let's go! Want to know why no one up eats the hut? 75 cent boneless wings. While prices go up, ours dip. Would you look at that dunk? 75 cent boneless wings from Pizza Hut. That's why no one up pizza the hut. Welcome back into Sup Dogs Live on this Thursday, November 2nd edition. I'm Stephen Igo here live from Sup Dogs downtown Greenville. Macy O'Donnell is to my right, and we've got our first student athlete of the evening. She is Mackenzie Mason from the ECU softball team, and Mackenzie just transferred in from UConn. Mackenzie, you're also our first softball athlete on the show, so uh, congrats on making that debut. Thank you. Thank you. Very excited about that. Well, uh, let's, talk, let's talk about your journey. What led you to, to East Carolina? So you spent a few years at UConn and you are a Fayetteville, North Carolina native. So you are returning to your home state. So 
walk us through what led you to East Carolina, you know, transferring back home a little bit. You know, obviously, like being back home is a really big thing up at UConn. It's about a 15 hour drive. Um, my mom didn't get to make a lot of games and family is really big to me. So I really wanted for my last two years for my family to be able to come to my games and entering the portal, something scary, you know, you put your all into committing somewhere and going somewhere. And when you enter, you're entering without knowing if you're going to be picked up by someone like you could not get picked up by anyone. But when I entered the portal, I wanted to come home and I wanted to find somewhere with culture and you know, Coach Winkler, Coach Jenna, and Coach Q, they all have a very respected history in the softball um, community. And when I got into contact with them, I was really excited just to know, like, what they were trying to build here at ECU. And then I got on campus, met all the girls, and just kind of everything fell into place. I'm a huge fan of, of Coach Winkler. I've had him on my show a few times, and uh, I think he's going to do a great job continuing, like you said, to build that culture and, and you know, bring in talent like yourself. So, when you when you talked with Coach Winkler for the first time, how quickly did he kind of sell you on his vision? And and did it take you long at all to commit and join the Pirates? Uh, not long at all. I've I've followed Coach Winkler for a long time. You know, he was at George Washington and Charleston Southern, and I respected him as a coach and knew kind of the culture that he brought to those programs. And I knew with no doubt that like that's what he was going to bring here. So when he talked about what he had going on here, I knew that it was something that I could buy into and trust a hundred percent. And um, meeting all the girls on the team, like they talked about culture too and family, and that was really big for them. So it didn't take long at all. ECU was my first visit out of the portal and my last one. Yeah. So how's it been? I know you guys do fall ball, so I think the season that season might have just ended recently. I'm not sure, but just kind of tell us how that went. You know, you're the new person on the team. You're still learning. You know how the coaches are, and not not a recruiting setting, but as a coach trying to get you better setting and your players and everything competing against each other so just talk, kind of tell us how the fall ball season went yeah you know coming in in the beginning it was a little nerve-wracking but you know you look to your left and your right and everyone's competing nobody has that starting spot nobody has any type of leeway or anything like that it's a new season for everyone so I think the competitive culture and energy that we bring it was really easy to just comfortably like step in and do what you got to do so so what's your like kind of play style? I know I think you say you play third base utility. So I think you that means you kind of do whatever. Yeah. Um, so kind of what's your what's your favorite position or what's kind of your, your style out there? Uh, defensively, my favorite position would have to be infield uh, anywhere in the infield. I like getting the ball in my hands. Um, I like diving. I can't say that I would like diving in the outfield. I will. But I like getting dirty. I like being gritty. Um, I love might be weird, but I love being on the bases. I love stealing bases. Um, causing chaos, just things like that. Mackenzie Mason is with us, softball player for ECU and listed as a senior, but you do have the extra year of eligibility. You were telling us you had a, a medical hardship. So walk us through your time at UConn. First off, what led you to UConn coming out of Fayetteville and then, you know, kind of detail your your time with the Huskies there? Um, coming out of UConn or coming into UConn, um, the head coach previously coached at Duke. So I followed her. Um when she was at Duke and then when she got the job at UConn, uh, she had reached out to me and I went up there and it was a big leap, but I come from a military family. So I wasn't really afraid of moving far away and having a big change, but you know, things just work out where sometimes you just want to come home. And it was, it was nice to finally have something in life that like you want to come home to. 
So military family, did you move around a lot as a, as a kid? Oh, yeah. Where, where all did you live? I was born in Louisville, Kentucky. And then about 2008, we moved to South Korea. And then after that, we moved to Hawaii for a little bit, Missouri, and then North Carolina. Wow. South Korea, Hawaii. So what was uh, what were your experiences like there? How much do you remember about, about those places? South Korea has to be my favorite place I lived. It was really safe, really clean. Um, lived on a army base there, so... Everything was really nice there. I would say Hawaii was a really nice place to visit, but live, I don't know if I'd do it again. I don't know if I'd live there again. So where, where does Greenville and ECU rank into all that? I know you're kind of still new here and only, I guess, a two and a half hour drive home to Fayetteville, but what have you liked so far about being in Greenville and kind of getting that, you know, college environment? Yeah, um, I just, honestly, I like the college environment. For three years up at UConn, we were an agriculture school. So the only thing close to campus was a price shopper. And if you wanted a Walmart, if you wanted a restaurant, you had to go about 45 minutes down the road. So coming here and everything being so close was a pretty big shock to me. So I've been enjoying that. So I know you're you're still kind of an older kind of vet on the team, even though you're new. Um, so have you found yourself in opportunities kind of being able to teach or show the ropes to like the younger players, even though you're new to this team, this isn't your first rodeo being a collegiate athlete? Um, at this level. So have you ever had experiences since you've been here kind of showing the young players a little bit of the ropes? Yeah, I feel like with the freshmen, um, I took an opportunity just to let them know that like I've been in a freshman spot before, but like this is my second chance. Like I'm new on this team as well. And like just giving them some tips on like the do's and don'ts of your freshman year and like how to really take advantage of like being somewhere for the first time. Mackenzie Mason's Mason with us from ECU softball. So can you still speak some Korean or, you know, how, how are your, uh, how's your uh, languages? I can speak a few words. You don't know how to say go pirates in Korean, do you? No, unfortunately. You have don't. to look it up. Okay. But that's fair. It's been a while. It's been a while. So uh, awesome. Uh, awesome experience there. I'm sure when you're not on the diamond, when you're not playing softball, what do you like to do to pass the time in your free time? Honestly, hang out with the team, you know, like I'm still new here. So getting to know the team is kind of, one of my priorities right now, um, which this team is really good with always wanting to hang out. I feel like we're never tired of each other. There's always something new going on that we do together. Um, little plug, we come to sup dogs a lot. <laughs> so that's one of our favorite things to do. But other than that, we've got a little, one of our teammates has a barn in her backyard. So we like to hang out there a lot. So it's cool. I was going to say, I'm sure you spend a lot of time with sup dogs. Have you found any other places you really like around town or is it still like, uh, I don't know. You're trying to find maybe another spot as well. Yeah. Still trying to find some spots. My favorite food is hot dogs. So yeah. I do lean on this place, but if anyone has some good places around here. Yeah. Um, I know you said your team is pretty close and you guys do a lot of things together. So have you been able to catch a, your first ECU game like football? Yeah. And, and tell us how that experience was. It was really fun. Um, the Boneyard is crazy. Yeah. It's definitely a crazy environment. But other than that, Let's see. I went to a volleyball game. Environment there was crazy, too. It's cool to see that, like, every sport is celebrated here and everyone wants to see everyone win. Yeah. So what about, uh, I know you were at UConn last year and they won the national championship in basketball. And we actually had our former point guard starter for them, Tristan. Tristan. Um, so did you get to go watch them play? And I don't know how oh, yeah. it was going into, you know, March Madness. Oh, yeah. It was it was definitely a crazy environment. I tried to stay in personally because it wasn't the safest place to be during March Madness when UConn gets up there. Yeah. But it was crazy. So obviously some time until the season opens, uh, I believe in February. But 
for you individually and as a team, what, what are kind of your goals right now? Are you really focused on improving yourself? And then as a team, what do y'all really want to do culturally to you know give yourself the best chance to win this season? Yeah, I think we right now are just focused on us. You know, we can't get outside of ourselves. Like we have a lot to prove. We're the underdog in the American right now. So just trying to get 1% better every day, pushing each other, focusing on the little things and trusting the process of everything. I meant to ask you earlier too, what do you think of the, you know, the stadium you guys get the chance to play at? I mean, great facility. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the UConn softball facility is like, but just coming to ECU, how do you, you know, think it compares to maybe some of the other places you've played? Uh, it's really nice. The upkeep is nice. Um, you can tell that there's a lot of care that goes in to everything going on here. Like whether it's the athletes as people, the places we play, you know, our facilities, how we're treated, like everything's top, top notch here. She is Mackenzie Mason. Mackenzie, we appreciate the time and good to meet you. Best of luck this season with the Pirates. We'll be rooting you on and uh, best of luck. Thank you so much. Go Pirates. She is Mackenzie Mason. Again, softball season will start in the spring and looking forward to having more softball student athletes. You represented the team well. First first student athlete on the sub show. You did well, so now your teammates got a lot to live up to. All right, on the other side, we will switch gears. We'll talk track. We got Liz Taylor standing by. She will join us here on Sub Dogs Live. We got some of her teammates as well said to join us on the show today. This is Thursday, November 2nd. We'll be right back. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. Shop your home field favorites for a great selection of all new electric vehicles like the all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, PD the Pirate approved, and perfect for an ECU game day. Find yours today at your home team Nissan dealer and get to the game in a new Nissan Aria. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. Introducing the new and improved taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar. Now more delicious. Zero never tasted so good. Try it now. This is about you, your family, and the health of all who live in Eastern North Carolina. This is about the transformation of a health system into something more powerful and more human. About creating new ways to treat disease and keep you well. This is about ECU Health, which is to say, it's really all about you. ECU Health. Minds. Hearts. Purpose. All these other banks are changing names right and left. They don't care like they used to care a long time ago. Jim Clement, president of Town Insurance, talks about Town's people here in Greenville. With Town Insurance and now Town Bank, the folks that work for us have that attitude where if somebody walks in, I'm here to help them. And I think that's the team that Town Bank's put together here. They have that attitude. Honesty, it's sincerity, it's hard work, it's genuineness that, that, that these people have that are here. Visit your local Optimum store and power your home with 99.9% .9 reliable internet. And stay connected at home and on the go with Optimum Mobile and save even more with an eligible trade-in. Plus, unlock exclusive Optimum Complete Savings up to $15 a month on internet when you add mobile. Get the complete connectivity you deserve. Visit Optimum.com stores to find the nearest location. Get closer, go farther with Optimum.
every bite. Better with Pepsi. Welcome back to Sup Dogs Live on this Thursday, November 2nd. I'm Stephen Igo. Macy O'Donnell is here as well. Former ECU football player and now a sideline reporter and host of Sup Dogs Live, along with yours truly. We got our second student athlete, Liz Taylor. She is a transfer from Penn State, now in her second year at East Carolina. Liz, welcome to the program. Thank you. So, all right. Take us through, you guys. You, you were telling me you just wrapped up practice. Mm-hmm. What is practice like this time of year, especially when it starts to get cooler? Is it is it better to practice in the cool or tougher to practice in the cool? Honestly, um, it's a little bit harder to practice during this time of the year just because each month you're doing like a different training cycle. So right now we're in our third training cycle since it's November. It's going to get like a little bit cooler. So it's a little bit harder to breathe when you're running. Right. Yeah. And you are a jumper with the track right. track and field team. So take us through what competitions you compete in and what do you feel like you do well? What, what are you trying to improve on in that field? So um, before I was a jumper, I did multis. So I was already familiar with jumps in general. Um, but now that jumping is now like my primary like event to do, um, I've been really focusing on like trying to find myself within both events. Um, I technically think of jumping being a little bit more difficult than just strictly sprinting because you're sprinting and you're jumping at the exact same time. Um, So along with the mental aspect of just trying to find myself in like perfecting technique and things like that, I've also just been trying to get faster, um, get more technically sound and really feel feel my body while I'm like competing. Yeah, so what makes a a jumper good? Yeah, I ran track in high school. I did a little bit of jumping, but it's not, you know, just running and then jumping, like you said. So kind of how do you become a a good long jumper or triple jumper? Honestly, um, anybody would tell you it's just like practice, practice, practice. But also, like I just stated before, I think with jumping is more so of a mental thing, um, because when you're in competition, there's so many things that could go wrong with jumps. So normally our coach would tell us first jump go out hard, give it all you got, everything, like the whole nine. But if that doesn't go the specific way that you want it to go, then you have to be mentally aware to, you know, you have five more jumps. You have to be able to regroup quick and figure out technically what you need to do to correct in order to, you know, PR. Right. So are you one of those jumpers that, you know, go ahead and go hard the first time and jump and get the top score and then don't jump anymore the rest of the day? Honestly, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I'm a little up and down. Um, and I'm kind of like known for doing that. Like the coach, my, well, Coach V and like Coach Kraft and shout out to them. They will always like joke me. They're like, Liz, like one day, you know, you pop out, you have like a crazy jump. And then the next day you like you start off slow. Um, sometimes it just goes for like how my body is but mentally like what a practice what a a track meet will look like for me and it's kind of crazy i'm not gonna do this um i will eat like a bunch of candy before i compete and i will listen to like a bunch of music and things like that to like get myself like super pumped up so um conference like when the meet is being streamed you'll probably like see me like over there like dancing and like jumping up and down and things like that because that's that's like my way to focus um, so like normally that would, the times that I'm like staying on track with that, that's like my niche, like something that I continuously do that will normally get me in my head, that big jump that I want the first time. If I'm like, just relax. 
what's your what's your go-to candy in that situation do you have a specific type or is it like you just cram as much sugar candy as you want um honestly this is like really funny it's juicy drop pops and sour patch kids it's a lot of sugar. So I know. I it's just one, just one, just one juicy drop okay. pop and a handful of sandwich. But hey, if it works for you, it works for you, right? Yeah. You got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. All right. So you started at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Take us through what led you down to uh, to East Carolina after starting at Penn State. Um. So I'm originally I was born in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's about an hour out from State College. So I was really familiar with the area. I have a lot of family that's around there. So when I graduated high school. They were already really pushing for me to go there because my whole family was familiar with the area. Um, I had a couple friends that I had knew that were a little bit older than me that had went there for football. Um, they ended up, some of them ended up transferring, some of them ended up staying. Um, and I felt like when I did transfer to the school, I started off having a good relationship with my coach. Like I said, I was doing multis, but I felt like at a point in time during the fall that I was there, I had like a transition to where I wasn't necessarily, everything wasn't in alignment. So when I say everything wasn't in alignment as far as training and school at the same time, and I feel like if your academics aren't like up to par, then you're going to carry that to practice and things like that. And I also felt like there was a good culture there. I just felt like a lot of us were there for like the wrong reasons. And I like to be around people that will help motivate me, you know, to want to be at practice and things like that. Um, Aside from that, I just decided, like, for my mental aspect, it was best for me to just leave the program. And I, like, loved everybody that was there. So it was, like, a really hard decision for me. But um, so I entered the transfer portal, I want to say, in January. And then I met Coach V, who is the uh, jumps coach here. I met her in August, which was like totally like out of nowhere because I was going to go to Clemson before I like even met Coach V. So um, I met her and after like just one phone call conversation, like I was just sold on it because I really felt like I could relate to her as a person and as a coach. And I like put my eggs all in one basket. Like I really just put my trust into her. And then once I came here, I met Coach Kraft. Um, I already knew previous athletes from Virginia that ran here and a couple coaches as well. So after that, meeting the coaching staff, I felt a better connection with them and like camaraderie. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know you. How how many years were you at Penn State? Um, I was only there for a year. A year. So mm-hmm. did you ever get to go to any whiteout games there for yes. football? Were they crazy? Yes. Super crazy. Yeah. So so what about here? I don't know if you've been here. I know it's probably a lot to a lot different to compare, but how have you like been here and uh experiencing this as- atmosphere we have here at ECU? Honestly, as far as atmosphere, there in my eyes, it's not that big of a difference besides like the stadium. You know what I mean? Like Penn State has like one of the top 10 biggest stadiums right. in collegiate football. But I mean, fan base wise and things like that, like I the culture is still the same in my eyes, you know, it's just more students that go to Penn State. Um, we all, you know, just love football and like tailgating. Schools, yeah, yeah it, it's not really that big of a difference to me. I felt like I fit like right in. Yeah. So I think I've asked pretty much every cross country athlete we've had or track and field athlete we had, you know, what is it like? What is the dynamic like having a team where it's males and females on the same team? 
Um, because I know it seems like, you know, a lot of the track and field athletes are usually really close. Yeah. So just kind of tell us a little bit about that dynamic. I know you've been a part of it, I'm sure your whole life. Mm -hmm. So it's nothing new, but can you just tell us a little bit about that? Um, honestly, with my experience, you know, I've been running track for, I want to say about like going on 14 years now of my entire life. Um, I've never really, and this is the only sport that I feel like I can like vouch for with this in my eyes, just because it's my experience. I've never really felt like a sort of diversion, you know, between like male and female, specifically because like, even though with track, you're focusing on individual events, you're still a team. And when, when like team titles and things like that, like conference championships, national titles, things like that, when that starts coming into play, you have to have team camaraderie. So everybody has to be on the same, like, mental everybody wants to win like wants to win we want to pack out events things like that so um yeah there's no issue liz taylor is with us jumper on the track and field program and liz you you mentioned it you're going into your second year at east carolina and uh getting ready for that season so how much more comfortable confident are you you know compared to i guess this time last year when you were kind of really preparing for the first time Honestly, um, now I'm so much more confident, um, not even just with myself, but like as a person, but with my training as well. Um, I've worked really hard to get to where I'm at right now. And the results that I'm seeing at practice, as well as my other teammates, I feel like we're destined to do something crazy this year and not even just jumps. Like in general, we have a whole new, we have a whole new set of athletes that are coming in, not just freshmen, transfers, things like that. And everybody mingles together. And that's what I love about this program. Everybody fits right in. We have good team camaraderie and that that wins championships. So when you're away from uh, the track and obviously the field, what do you what do you like to do to pass the time? Do you have any hobbies? Um, so I draw, but um, aside from that, I've been really trying to get into finding myself as a person outside of being an athlete. I feel like um, for a long time, I was just wrapped up in just making track my personality because that's like all I did. So um, I read a lot as well, like uh, motivational books and things like that, um, just because I feel like outside of athletics, it'll help me develop more as a, a young woman. Um, and like, it sounds weird, but I'm like in nature sometimes, you know, <laughs> like walking through the woods and whatnot. So I know you you talk about working on your, you know, mental side, you know, on and off the, the track. Um, but what about on the field? What are some things that a jumper has to work on specifically to be good at their sport? I don't know if that's, you know, technique or mm -hmm. working on certain things in the weight room. Just what is that like? Honestly, to tie in all of that, it's just simply not overthinking. Um, you know, I feel like all athletes and not just jumpers do that in general, you know, you're, you're going to have bad practices. That's what, that's what comes with it. You're going to have great practices. So at the end of the day, you just have to take it with a grain of salt and know that you're learning from the good and the bad at the same time, sometimes the bad more than the good. Um, but what I recently started doing was keeping a practice journal. Um, so basically what I'll do is I'll jot down, like if I had a bad day, what it was that I needed to work on. And after a certain time, I'm not, I kind of like shut my brain off. Like I'm not thinking about it at night and like trying to just, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this because with track, when you start saying you have to do something, 
it's not going to get done because you you feeling like you have to force yourself to do it. Track is something where you have to let things come natural because your training is going to speak for itself. So you say you're a drawer or an artist. Yeah. What do you like to draw? Um, so like a lot of like, I've been trying to get into anime. I'm not really that familiar with it. Um, my brother has been like trying telling me to watch One Piece for the longest time. And I just started, I'm on the first season. So um, other than that, I was drawing like for fun, like SpongeBob characters, like Nickelodeon, things like that. Just because, like, I kind of miss, like, the old, like, Disney, Nickelodeon. Draw Squidward, yeah? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, you talk about taking your mind off track. Like, yeah. I'm sure when you draw, like, it just, you kind of go blank. Mm -hmm. That probably helps. helps yeah, it does. It does. All right, Liz Taylor, it's been great to get to know you. You got a great head on your shoulders. Thank you seem you. very intelligent. A lot of fun to talk to. Uh, so we really appreciate the time. Thank and, you. And uh, best of luck this season. Thank you. Appreciate y'all for having me. All right, she's Liz Taylor. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with our next student athlete. This is Subdog Live on a Thursday. If you have an appetite for saving money, get the new Rofo Rewards app from Royal Farms. Use the Rofo Rewards app to make purchases or place mobile orders for pickup or delivery and earn royalty points redeemable for free stuff. Download the new Rofo app at the Apple App Store or Google Play. And right now, new Rofo Rewards members will get a free any size coffee for signing up. Get the new Rofo Rewards app today. It's a very app-eeling app to have. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. All these other banks are changing names right and left. They don't care like they used to care a long time ago. Jim Clement, president of Town Insurance, talks about Town's people here in Greenville. With Town Insurance and now Town Bank, the folks that work for us have that attitude where if somebody walks in, I'm here to help them. And I think that's the team that Town Bank's put together here. They have that attitude. Honesty, it's sincerity, it's hard work, it's genuineness that, that these people have that are here. Welcome back into Subdogs Live on this Thursday. Stephen Igo here, Macy O'Donnell as well, and Melicia Muzan is joining us now from track and field. She is a sprinter. She's just fresh off the practice field. I heard it was a uh, a long practice, but do you, how'd it go? Um, so I personally feel like it was a little rough, but um, it was a sprint day. Those are my favorite. Um, it's more where you just focus on technique. And because it's the beginning of the season, I think um, after not running for so long, it's kind of iffy. But um, I'm getting back in the hang of it and the swimming things and hoping for some crazy times this year. So when you go, obviously, I mean, you're a sprinter, so you got to be ready to roll. What's it like going from? I guess, ramping down all the way to ramping up. Like, is there a pretty long process there trying to get your body back? Because you don't want to go out there and pull a hamstring when you're sprinting for the first time. Um, so like I tell everybody, um, track itself is a year-round kind of sport. So you never really get, like, off. So personally for me, I took a week, maybe two off. Um, but other than that, it's training. Um, of course, you're not running fast every single day. There's long periods. And right now, 
um it's a lot of volume fall season is a lot of volume which is like harder on your body um so i think that's the most part for me is doing a lot of volume is kind of how i get ready for the season yeah i got to watch you guys a couple times last year talking to coach cheek and you guys are just out there running and stuff um but just kind of tell us what it's like to you know be a division one sprinter and what you have to work on to do that i know it's a lot of form you're not just running around wide out there so kind of tell us tell us how you become a, a good collegiate runner sprinter so um personally it's not about practice practice is obviously important you have to attend practice but it's not about what you do at practice about what you do off the scene behind the scene the rehab the sleep the water um the extra feet mobility uh hip mobility like it's that kind of stuff that makes you really like great so can you tell like if you might not have been eating the way you should have or drinking enough water and stuff can you definitely tell when you're out there uh competing um yeah i can um definitely attest to this because last week uh, we had a time trial and i was like dang i'm running these terrible slow times that i've never ran before like what's going on and i just had to think back on like the whole week, the whole week I was stressed out. I wasn't hydrating because I'm in grad school. I was a little, I was struggling a little bit. Um, uh, my sleep schedule was off. Like, so my body was like, like, well, Hey, what are you doing? Like, you're not doing what you usually do. And, um, so yeah, you bet you definitely can tell when your body is just like not feeling it. So how many cheat days do you allow yourself with sub dogs? Um, so sub dogs is definitely a weekend kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, Saturdays for sure is where sub dogs is in my schedule. Um, I definitely live up the street, so I come to sub dogs on Saturdays. You gonna come this Saturday for the Tulane game? Um, yeah, definitely after the Tulane game, we're gonna be right here at sub dogs celebrating. There you go. Pirates gonna get a win over a ranked opponent. All right, so you're going into your fifth year of running track, correct? So what's it like getting that COVID year? I guess everybody had to go through. Unfortunate at the time, but you get an extra year. You know, maybe a blessing in the sky. So what's kind of the, I don't know, the bittersweet feeling there of having to deal with that, but now getting that extra year on the back end? So it's definitely a, a blessing uh, because this year is the Olympic year. So I am training to go all the way from now until the Olympics. So I have to keep that in mind when it comes to my body. But um, this year we're having COVID is like, I wouldn't have to train on my own. Like I have that extra, I have a facility to train at and trainers or whatever without having to come out of pocket to do that on my own. So I know we talked about kind of how you felt the bad days, but I see you have a couple program records for the 100 meter. So before those, you know, competitions, did you know you were going to run fast that day? Because uh, I always feel like some days I feel faster than the others. And, uh, but you broke the record twice, I guess. So did you know you were going to run fast those days? Um, so I, I always think I'm going to run fast. Like I always think I always go out there with that confidence. Like, yeah, this is the day. Um, it's just really how fast am I going to run? So I'm, I'm a pretty like self-motivated person where I'm, I'm going to the track meet like, yeah, today, today. Like I say that kind of every day, like, yeah, today, today. But basically, yeah, I knew I was gonna, I was gonna shake, make some shape. I always step up to the plate when I have to. And you did that at the AAC Championships, so that was a pretty big stage. Uh, you know, you shattered your own program record, eleven point two one seconds in the hundred meter. So you run, do you run the two hundred as well? And 
you know, do you enjoy one more than the other? Maybe the hundred since you broke the record or what's, what's your feelings there? Um, so not to toot my own horn. I have a 60 record too. The 60 is really my, my bread, but well, I always say the hundred is my bread and butter, but like the 60 is my baby. Like it's like short quicks, you know, it's straight to the point. You know, you in and you out kind of thing. Um, for outdoor, the hundred for sure. Um, over the two, and it's just because I don't run the four hundred as much as I can, so I'm not as strong in the two as other people. So because I run the two hundred so well, it makes my hundred better. So indoor season coming up in January, then you guys have outdoor. Do you have a preference? Do you enjoy indoor season or outdoor? Is it just kind of you just roll with whatever? Um. Personally, I love comp competing. Like, it don't matter what we run. We can run a 5K. I'm going to be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to sleep. But I love competing. So um, it doesn't matter indoor or outdoor. I'm good. So what kind of would you tell like a young, you know, maybe high school athlete who's trying to be a collegiate, you know, runner? What would you tell them? Because, you know, I kind of have a close family member here that's on the track team now and is a younger sprinter. So what, what are some things you would tell someone like her? Um, Stick to the program like don't overthink it i'm a per i personally overthink sometimes and it always ends up making me like doubt my progress but instead of looking at the progress try to just have fun like track is a mental thing and instead of always making it a competition like i just said like try to have fun with it because at the end of the day like you're a human everybody makes mistakes everybody goes through life so just have go out there like have fun and train hard Going into year five at ECU, like we talked about. So you've been around the block a few times here. Been to Subdogs a lot, I'm sure. Do you have any other favorite spots around town or go-to places? Chipotle, Cava. I like Anita's, like the Mexican restaurant. Uh, I like to eat, so I like smash waffles. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you got a few places. Yeah. When you do get to, you know, we talked to uh, to Liz earlier. She said she eats candy to get juiced up and warmed up. Do you uh, do you partake in that philosophy as well? What do you do to get yourself ready? Um, I sleep. Liz is a energy bug. Like she likes energy drinks and candy. And me personally, I just be like, you you need to drink some water. And she not listen. I, Liz is my roommate, um, so I have to deal with her and her candy all the time. But no, I don't eat candy. I I eat healthy and I sleep. <laughs> so when you when you were coming to ECU, uh, did you kind of expect? I know you had said you had a lot of confidence. You just kind of are always ready to go. But did you kind of expect everything that has happened up to this point to happen? Uh, truthfully, I expected better. Um, so. You know, having a coach like Coach Cheek that has the confidence that he has in me, personally, I expected myself to go out there and break the national record, you know. Um, as a freshman, the abilities that I had and have, um, I had a lot of talent that a lot of people, a, a lot of people saw in me. That So I felt like I should have ran faster, but, you know, due to, you know, God having other plans, I got injured practically every year um so basically this year i'm i'm hoping to run the times that i've been expecting myself to run so coach cheek he's got the song purple and gold 
Does, I don't know, do y'all give him a hard time for that, or is like you pick on him at all? Um, or does he remind y'all that he wrote this song? <laughs> yeah, so sometimes he does play his music outside at practice, and we'd be like, what is this? But, you know, we always support Coach Chief because, you know, he supports us. Um, yeah, that purple and song... That purple and gold song does go stupid. You know, y'all, y'all should y'all should play it sometimes. It definitely goes hard, man. All right, Coach Kraft. I mean, if I see this guy, he's gonna have like a twenty minute conversation <laughs> with me. So what's it what's it like being around him for five years? Uh, does he still talk your ear off? Oh, does he? <laughs> That's um, I love Coach. I love all of our coaches to be honest. Like shout out to them, but Coach Kraft um, in particular, like he is really he's really old school. But he's a guy that's going to keep you laughing. He's real goofy. And, you know, we love we love him. He's like he keeps the track team feeling like a family. Like he's not he he can be strict. He like his rules. But at the end of the day, like he's going to love you like you're one of his children. Yeah. So how's that competition like? Because I'm guessing only a certain amount of you guys can run on at each meet or I guess it might change or it's fluid. Um, so kind of tell us how that goes. I know you, you usually stay to the top of the of the list, but kind of how does that go for some of the other players? Um, I like to encourage all my teammates to just do what they can do um, and work on what they can work on. I try not to be like that one person like, oh, well, I'm this and I'm that. Like, I don't I don't do I'm not like that. I'm very humble. And I I expect my teammates to lift everybody up. It's though we do compete, like we make sure everybody feels like welcome and feels like a family, like. Everybody has to work on what they got to work on. But instead of putting somebody down, we lift everybody up. Season coming up in January, have you looked ahead at the schedule or are you looking forward to any events in general or is it more just, just bringing on the next one? I'm looking forward to that Tiger Paul for sure. I need to I need to get my head right. Um, competing with the best of the best. Um, and then, of course, Nationals. Do you know the date for the, the Tiger Paul? Or is it just you just know it's coming? It's coming. I don't I don't know the exact date, but I know it's coming. What's most important for you, lastly, going into the going into this, you know, the final stages of winter, going through December when once you guys get there, going to Christmas to really set yourself up for, you know, the success you want to have? Because you it seems like you've got big goals going into your final year. So what what's most important to you for that success to happen? Um just to keep God first. Um, without God, I'm nothing. So in everything I do, I, I need to give praise and honor to God. I'm not here without God. I'm, yeah. So so I got one more question. Who's faster, you or Lee? So <laughs> um, to clarify to the people listening, Malik is my boyfriend. And I like to say I'm faster. Malik, is his form is terrible. We've never raced. Yeah. But when it comes to his form, he just doesn't. He's wide. Yeah, exactly. And he butt kicks very often. So I like to say I'm faster than him, but we, we're going to race. Stay, stay tuned. All right. So I got to know Malik pretty good when he played football. He was pretty confident. I would say he was probably one oh, of the yeah. more confident players on the field. Are oh, you yeah. that confident going into a track meet? I, I can't be. I can't be anything else but that. Okay. So you match his confident level. For sure. He matched my fly matches. There you go. All right, Malicia Muzan, we appreciate the time. Today on the show, it's great to get to know you. Great to uh, learn a little bit about you. Best of luck your upcoming season. Hopefully, you meet all your goals, and uh, really, we're really pulling for you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, we will be right back on Sup Dogs Live. We may have another student athlete, or we may be wrapping up. We'll 
decide on the other side. This is Sup Dogs Live on a Thursday. We'll be right back. Introducing the new and improved taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar. Now more delicious. Zero never tasted so good. Try it now. Hey folks, Blake and Brad here again from Carolina Windows and Doors. Did you know that metal roofing is one of the most energy efficient and long lasting investments that you can make for your home? If you or someone you know has a roof that's taken a few hits over the years, maybe it's time you give us a call. Our state-of-the-art metal roofs come with a world-renowned Kynar resin-based coating. This allows for vibrant, rich colors that won't fade over time like the competition. And this Kynar coating can achieve solar reflectance of over 70%, keeping you cool in the summer. We have installation crew members that have been with Carolina Windows and Doors for over 30 years. We believe this plays a vital role in delivering the most positive customer satisfaction possible, as well as the highest quality of materials. If you're looking for a home investment that's durable and environmentally friendly, look no further than Carolina Wind and Doors. Call us today at 1-800-545-7172. That's 1-800-545-7172 and invest in your home's future. It's bow time. We gonna split this solo? No. Come on. Split the drive? No chance. What are you wearing? Split these? I thought you'd never ask. Introducing Bo's Barbecue Chicken Sandwich and Bo's Carolina Gold Chicken Sandwich. Boldly seasoned hand-breaded chicken topped with pickles, slaw, and your choice of two sauces. So good, you'll want to get both and split them with a friend. It's bow time. Visit your local Optimum store and power your home with 99.9% reliable internet. And stay connected at home and on the go with Optimum Mobile and save even more with an eligible trade-in. Plus, unlock exclusive Optimum Complete Savings up to $15 a month on internet when you add mobile. Get the complete connectivity you deserve. Visit Optimum.com stores to find the nearest location. Get closer, go farther with Optimum. Nissan is electrifying ECU football. Shop your home field favorites for a great selection of all new electric vehicles like the all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, PD the Pirate approved, and perfect for an ECU game day. Find yours today at your home team Nissan dealer and get to the game in a new Nissan Aria. Greenville Nissan is electrifying ECU football. All right, welcome back into Sup Dogs Live on this Thursday, November 2nd. I uh, appreciate all of our student athletes today. It's been a fun show. Macy O'Donnell is here, and we have Julia Hatcher from PlayFi, ECU Sports Properties. She's making her on-camera debut here on Sup Dogs Live. So uh, the pressure's turned up, Julia. How's it going? It's going great. Um, really happy to be on today. So you played volleyball at Michigan State. Yes. How often were you uh, in front of the camera yeah, compared to this? Like, have you gone through this before? I have, but it has definitely been a little while since. Okay. So are you nervous right now? Uh, right now, a little bit. So tell us about your role at uh, Playfly, working uh, under the, the fine gentleman, Clay Walker, and helping out with uh, ECU Sports Properties. 
Yeah, so I'm in sales with Playfly at EC Sports Properties. I uh, work with Cassidy and Greg, who've been on the show as well. And so far, so great. I'm about two months in. So now the pressure turns. We got to get Emily on. We, we've had Philip on as well. We got to get Clay on. He's the ringleader. I don't really know why he's avoiding the camera. Um, Macy, what do you think? We got to get Clay on in the, in the coming week. We're about to, apparently, we were just over about to take a break through uh, after the November 16th show. So we got to get Clay on for them. Yeah, we definitely do. And, and I kind of I do have a question for Julia because I feel like we're kind of in the same boat. But did you always want to kind of do something with sports after you were done being an athlete? For sure. I looked a little bit at jobs outside of sports and I don't think I could ever get away fully. Yeah. Um, so everything happens for a reason and I'm happy to still be in it. Sure. Volleyball player. So how tall are you? I'm 6'2". Six 6'2". Two. Six two. What position did you play? And uh, did you, I guess you were born to play volleyball with your height? I guess I didn't start playing until high school though. Okay. Um, but I was a middle blocker. And yeah. Do you, uh, do you miss it at all? Do you miss the competition? I do. I don't miss all the pain from jumping, all the impact on the knees, but I do miss playing and having uh, built-in friends with the team. So ECU Volleyball having a great season. Have you had a chance to get out there, kind of watch them, support them? What do you think? I have. They're doing great. I'm actually going Friday. I have a former Michigan State teammate that plays at SMU. Okay. Um, so I'll be there this weekend, and I think it'll be a good matchup. What are your early thoughts on just East Carolina? You only said you've been here two months and, you know, you're at a, a very, very much a, a college-oriented town uh, in Michigan State. But what do you think about Greenville, East Carolina? Yeah, Greenville's awesome. Um, I grew up similar to a college town. I grew up right outside of Lexington, Kentucky. Um, so I've kind of been around it, but Greenville's awesome. Super fun school. Um, and I'm happy to be here. So I know you've only been here for a few months, but... Uh, just kind of tell us how it was, because Michigan State is a, a pretty big school. You know, most of their sports are usually pretty good. Basketball has a great program, volleyball, football. So just kind of tell tell us how that was being at a school where pretty much everything was good. I know ECU were kind of on the rise here this year. Yeah, Michigan State was so fun. Um, you know, football, I it was fun when I was there. Basketball is obviously king at Michigan State. Right. So we'd go to games all the time. It was really fun being an athlete in that atmosphere because we were friends with all the other athletes. Right. Um, but yeah, super fun. I got to say, Spartans, probably one of my favorite mascots along with Pirates. You know, can you break the tie? What's cooler, a Spartan or a Pirate? Or is it, you can't really answer in your position. I'm really biased. So I guess I can't say in my, my <laughs> position. That's fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I'm a big fan of both. I, I've always liked the Michigan State, just everything they're about with the Spartans, and and I just think it's a cool mascot, a, a lot like Pirates. So, what do you what have you thought of the show thus far? I mean, you were a student athlete, like we said at Michigan State, getting to know, you know, some of these sports too that maybe don't get as much limelight as you know football, which we always talk about here in Greenville, but some of the other sports as well. No, it's super cool. We didn't have anything like this. Um, volleyball, fortunately, got more recognition at Michigan State as a women's sport or as a women's sport. Um, but I really think that what we're doing here is super cool where we can highlight, like you said, the sports that maybe don't get as much recognition. All right, Julia, well, you did well in your debut. Uh, you didn't misspeak or anything. So good job. Thanks. Now, uh, now Clay Walker will be up next in the coming weeks and he cannot avoid it. So he's getting <laughs> on the show next week. Uh, this has been Sup Dogs Live. Maceo, great job as always, man. Appreciate it. Just happy to be here. We only got two more episodes left on the 9th and the 16th. So hopefully we have some really good guests um, these next few weeks. And we end it off in a bang before Christmas gets here. No doubt. Uh, continue to come out every Thursday night. Sup Dogs from 5 to 6 p.m. 
Again, we'll be back Thursday, November 9th and the 16th, and then take a break till January. But appreciate all our student athletes today, Julia, everybody involved with ECU Sports Properties as well. We'll talk to you next Thursday at 5 o'clock. This has been Subdogs Live.